0: And welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Haldon.
1: And Benjamin Halden. Why did you just look at me like I was taking heroin then?
0: Because I don't like the way you slurp, Monster. It makes me so uncomfortable. I think no, it, it actually No, it wasn't that. I didn't
1: slurp it. And also, it was, I'm talking about the tablets.
0: Oh, because... Because I've never taken, like, a paracetamol with caffeine.
1: Well, there's caffeine in most tablets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't. I always... always. Juice or water. Yeah, it feels, feels almost criminal, you know. To take they do
1: look those. They're the the New Orphan Express. They have caffeine anyway. Anyway, they look well, a see, little. That's not They good. look a little bit like um, the red and blue pill off the Matrix.
0: Yeah, they were very small and in interesting. Would you
2: take the red pill or the blue pill?
0: I can't remember what the the end goal was. The end outcome.
2: Carl, I think the red pill. Oh, shit. apologies. I think the red pill takes you into the Matrix, right? Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, would like down in the, that. I would not would like to go into the matrix. Would you like
1: forget about everything?
0: Would I like to forget about everything?
1: So all the things that have happened to Neo up until that point, you can forget about it all by taking the blue pill.
0: Oh no, I take and the you red live one. Your life because you forget normal. everything. What? I take the red one because you don't want to forget everything.
1: Yes, yeah, so you want to go into the matrix.
0: Well, no, I don't want to go into the matrix. Do you, no, I don't no, want to There's everything. no
1: middle <laughs> pill. You eat red pill or blue pill. So changing Split the script. In half. It's the purple pill. The, the, girl, in the girl, the girl, did I, I dress? didn't enjoy
0: the Matrix at all, did I? No. I thought the films weren't very good, and I apologise to all the Matrix fans. Ben made me watch them, and I was just sat there like I don't, I'm not really vibing with it. Great
1: first and second movie. Third one's questionable though. Eh?
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. I just, I couldn't. couldn't it, I couldn't get into it. Is the
2: third one one with those weird ghosts with dreadlocks?
0: I yes. So, yeah.
2: There's also a fourth. I think one that we came turned out, like, it off a few months ago. Yeah, dog shit. Yeah, crap. Apparently, I've not even watched it. I heard it's crap.
0: That's one of those trilogies where they've kept trilogying, and it's not worked. Yeah. Whereas Toy Story, congratulations, because Toy Sporky. Story 1, 2, 3, and 4. It's fucking when Sporky made an appearance. <laughs> it got so good. And then you had Lotsie Bear. Was he called Lotsey Bear in Toy Story 3? And you thought, fantastic. Sorry, i let you go. Yeah. And I just, just hope
1: it doesn't get happen. political because I hate the I way Disney Toy does Story's this. I Toy going to become but political. But Disney owns Pixar and a lot of Disney movies have become political. I just hope they carry on with this cool thing just where, to- where toys come to life you
0: yeah, know but absolutely yeah because it's i think it's andy you know andy small who was the toys i know who
1: andy is yeah yeah.
0: he's the adult and has kids and then it's his kids who have yeah good toys. narrative that like that. i i am excited anyway carry on
1: did you get married in it
0: i don't i don't know that's just what i've heard from like lad bible and stuff i don't so, know what's true
1: well speaking of lad bible <gasps> and speaking me. of marriages what this do you think incredible. of this? This is the headline. Oh, sorry.
0: i thought we were going down the Shrek route. No, wrong thing. <laughs>
1: well, we can do that in a sec. <laughs> Cal listen to this one as well, right? Man telling his girlfriend she should take his surname when married, married sparks debate. Ooh.
0: Yeah, fair.
1: Do you know who this is?
0: Sorry, sorry the girlfriend has, has an issue with it.
1: Is it Logan Paul? No, it's Bez. Bez. Who's Bez? One of our previous guests, Bezinga.
0: Bazinga. Oh, Ethan? Ethan. Yeah, so he
1: basically said, I think... He wants his a uh, girlfriend Faith.
0: Faith, yeah.
1: Yeah, to take his second name. I think she's not down with it. And then it's been this. It's it's blown up on Facebook. Yes, there. So keep seeing it everywhere. Lad, Bible, uni lad. What,
0: what where the did they ones? speak about it on their podcast? Their podcast, yeah, because
1: they've got a new podcast.
0: I I think it's definitely each to their own. I don't. I think it's just if you have your own personal opinion on it.
1: They released the, the title of the podcast is Growing Pains, as so in his second yeah, name got as a well. Baby girl. Yeah, great name. Um, uh, in a snippet of their podcast, which has now gone viral, Faith explains, Ethan won't propose to me <laughs> because I want to be Kelly Payne. Kelly Payne?
0: Well, that would be taken. Double
1: barrel. Double barrel. Oh, so her last name is Kelly. Uh, yeah. Uh, right. So she wants to double barrel it. Responding, Ethan fumes, Faith doesn't want to take my name and that irks me.
0: Oh. Irks me. I think that just means it makes him sad. Ick yeah, yeah. actually more
1: like a noise, yeah. yeah and and then she yeah. said I don't want to lose my association with my family yeah. um
0: do you know what I do face. I do I get it I think I'm in a different kind of predicament because my business name is Lucy Davis fit and that makes me very happy that I've still got the Davis because it, when Meg gets married if Megan gets married and she takes someone's last name mm-hmm. the Davis name is no more so I, that makes me wholly sad, because it's not D-A-V-I-E-S, it's Davis. It's quite uncommon. He said... And I, he well, said, Ben, we're just discussing my last sorry. name, and I like my last name. So I feel i got best of both worlds, because my business name is Lucy Davis Fit, but my real name now is Lucy Haldon mm. Fit.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you've got, like, an Elton John stage name.
0: I do, but but I, I get her point. I think it's really no, hard, hard to lose your last name. Oh, me. I don't think it's non-traditional to be like, I want to keep my last... You want to keep your own last name. Sorry, I, say that again. I don't think it's not, like, non-traditional if a woman wants to keep her own name.
2: I think it's
1: non-traditional, but... It's definitely non-traditional, yeah. In the UK. Well Yeah, yeah it's and well. this is the other thing. Across a lot of different cultures, there's loads... Of, like, people comment commenting on, like, in my country, this doesn't even happen. Yeah. There's a lot of, Like, Cal... Which we were talking Cal the other day with... Um, in Spain,
2: it's not even a thing, is it? No. So basically, the way that my wonderful fiance and her culture works, being Spanish, you have two names when you're born. You're a name from your dad and name from your mom. And then when you have kids, they take one name from your dad and one name from the mom. And so you, there's no changing of names at marriage. It's just pretty much whatever your uh, parents are called. So you can always figure out like who's related to who, and you yeah. never really lose the name. He's he's
1: then responded. That's how it should be done. Um... And that face would only be half his wife if she took his name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that doesn't matter.
1: He's just been a lad, his knees. And he said, You're bottling it, that's what it is.
0: I mean, I like the idea that when we have babies, that will be the Haldens. Mm-hmm. I think that's nice. Because then, if I was still a Davis, what would you then call your kid? You know, if I kept my last name and you kept, obviously, you'd have a double barrel, not Yeah. I'm just. I really just quite liked my situation. I think a lot
1: of people, like from reading the comments, are suggesting that they sh- they should just add a double barrel name.
0: Yeah, it sounds nice, Kelly Payne. Kelly I Payne. Think that's a that nice thing, I think quite nice. Whereas Popstar Davis Halden. Yeah. Halden Davis. It wasn't really rolling. Is yeah. it? Your, Cal- like your double barrels not it either. I don't you think. <laughs> so, yeah, that's. <laughs> Do you know what? They're too.
1: No, they're not, I think Halden Davis sounds weirder.
0: Halden Davis
2: but it used to be it used to be the law you if you got married you would have to take your husband's name there was no option to be married and not retain it in the US at least which is a lot you know? is that still a law in the US no it's been revoked but it, was, it used to be common law in the United States
0: yeah I mean I think at the, think at their their the end own. of
2: the day it's, it's
1: down to the the couple of what they want to do it's obviously just becomes yeah. more of an issue when that couple can't agree on something
0: so what if I wanted to keep my rock, last name rock
1: paper scissors boom 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 go at the aisle <laughs> 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 I <laughs>
0: celibate just pause a sec we need to decide what. so what would you say if I said oh I want to keep my real name is Davis I
1: don't know because I for me personally I um would like to keep my family name. I'm I'm very traditional in my views and I don't push my views on anyone else. I just think, for me, that's how I've been raised. That's what I believe in. That's the traditions that I believe in that you should take the man's name. That, for me- But what
0: if I didn't? Don't know. You just, we just carry on.
1: What, t- until one of us hits free on rock, paper, scissors?
0: <laughs> yeah, but if, if I said, look, I'm not changing my name, I'd like to keep it because it's my family name and it's my family tradition, We just like okay, that's fine.
1: Well, I'm not. I wouldn't not marry you because we wouldn't change names. I'd probably end. I'd probably end up saying we'd just do the double barrel. It's just that my first, like, what I would want was to keep the tradition because I'm traditional in that sense when it comes to family and stuff as well.
0: Yeah, I also planned our baby names, which I'm not going to share on the podcast because I don't want to give it away. Um, that we would want to call our kids. They roll well with Halden. You know, I pre-planned this five years ago.
1: Someone said if you don't take his name, don't take all his fucking money then. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow.
0: She, in all faith, um, in all faith, in all fairness to her, she does very well. She not, does very not like well.
1: Bez level though, to be fair. Yeah,
0: but she doesn't need to. She could fend for herself.
1: I know. I'm not saying she can't. I'm just saying it's those just... comments
0: piss me off, that's why.
1: What them them comments?
0: Yeah, I think they're rude.
1: I think um there's a... there's l we're not gonna go into this, but I think there's a lot of things in terms of rights that Women and men don't equally get when it comes to kids and being divorced.
0: I've never looked into it because I've not had any. Oh, of those. I'm not
1: going to the conversation because it will go on forever. But, um, yeah, yeah we, we,
0: we've not experienced either of those things. So
1: I hope we fucking never do.
0: I know, neither do I. I would really never want to get a divorce, you know.
1: <laughs> I, don't think any, I don't think anyone goes to marriage and goes, Oh, I'll pencil that one in.
0: <sighs> no, but never. Yeah. I I don't I don't ever I never don't I don't actually think we would at all ever. But I really wouldn't want to be an ex-wife.
1: It depends. It, on, it, really de- it depends how many times you make my, mix my socks up. It's starting to push my buttons now.
0: Do you know what though? Honestly, the fucking god. Ben does not do the washing, and I was down there this morning. We have a lot of white, don't we? White underwear, white socks. Tons of these white fucking socks that you have, and they all look the same. But then you've got a slightly different pattern, and sometimes. I just put them together because they're the same size. No, because you can't have a dealers and Nike
1: together. It's absolute peasant behaviour. I go I turn up at the gym on a Monday
0: morning and I've not checked.
2: Oh, there's a Nike sock and a dealer sock. I fucking do.
0: You should do it yourself then.
2: Yeah, I just heard every single woman listening to this podcast go If Ben doesn't like them pair then he can do the washing himself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, all the jobs that
1: I do—the cooking, the
2: gardening, the hair
1: trimming, taking down the cameras—we gardened together last night. For once, you picked up a little bit of grass. I. We have we have equal (laughs) we have equal amount of labor that we do around the house. Your your jobs you do, my jobs I I do, do, and it works. It works in cohesion, and it leads to a happy household until you put Nike and Adidas (sighs) socks together.
0: Happy Haldens, you know. Um, I actually don't really... In When Ben, late like, last night, he was like, we need to garden. What is? You
1: should just do it yourself then. No, because that's not the way it works. That's that's like me going to, like, Cal's as a photo and I've gone, oh, that's, can you change? No, <laughs> could you do it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> probably going not go down very well, would it? Yeah, well, it, <laughs> how? Because one, I don't know how to. And also there's a mutual agreement there to, at first. You that, know
0: how to put your clothes away. You know how to, do you know, you know what how is to, annoying to though? The,
1: you know how to get the lawnmower out and, go, and do the gardening? But I do it. But do you know, know why? You know how to cook a chicken breast? But I still do it.
0: But i tell you what the fact is here. You enjoy gardening. I don't. <laughs> so I don't have any desire. Do I enjoy gardening? To get out the lot so You do. You do. When it came in the other you week do. with 10
1: mosquito bikes around my calf. Mm. And absolutely sweating my Trollocs off. Mm. Covered in crap. I'd enjoy that. Do
0: you know here what it more is then? You get annoyed when the grass is long. I don't. I say it looks like a meadow and I'm quite here for the meadow and the wild bees. You hate it. Whereas I hate the wa- the washing basket being full. So it's more of a hatred that I think I hate it so much like that I'm going to do it. You motive, hate yeah. you hate the grass. Whereas I don't hate the grass. You don't hate the washing <laughs> basket. So we end up just doing it. A
1: good motivator in life though is thinking about things that you don't want.
0: Yeah. I would like it. a meadow. Why? N- nature, no bees, pollen, meadows are very common. I don't know why not in your back garden, like, yeah. But they are no a wild meadow in your back garden is a thing, maybe not here when you maybe got a bit more land than we have a singular back garden. I think it's lovely.
1: I don't have to trail through the Amazon to get to the barbecue <laughs> at the bottom of the garden, it's not my thing, anyway. Yeah, we've got an after that, anyway. We've got an episode of. Cow's created this new question box that people will be able to use in the future. Where that's basically bold. you can
2: you can type anonymous questions in. Yeah. Which so basically, so, sorry, sorry, no, uh, just a quick one that some people have decided that anonymous means you can just ask lots of intimate questions about sex. So we're going to be ignoring quite, a lot of those. No, I think that's quite cool. Uh, that's what I mean, well, but
0: maybe Cow's too awkward to ask a question <laughs> about.
2: <this. potentially. laughs> no, like talking to on. my mum and dad about sex. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> no, <I'm still laughs> <weird>. they <laughs> were the
0: worst. The thing
2: about the
1: anonymous ones is that people can. Ask uh, what they wish without their name being attached to them. Yeah, I
2: think it. I think it's a good idea. Well done, me. Well Go done, on, Cal. Cal. All right, so are we kicking off? Yeah. So, um, first question. Being a busy and active couple, how do you find making time for each other? Does it happen very often? I can imagine you both get very tired. I had, we are I, tired.
1: <laughs> I, had, um, I, I was at a business networking event the other week in London, and... A couple of the guys asked me about this because... was I
0: brought up in conversation?
1: Yeah. Well, we run the business together, so that it was kind That's of true. like, how do you switch off from that? Because they was they were saying, I can imagine it'd be very easy just to continue conversation around work, into social occasions, evenings, etc., and things like that. I think... Um, it's something that we definitely do. Do it's not. It's not clear black or white. Like we just switch off. Sometimes conversations will continue, especially during during busy periods. And it's about us being self aware of when those conversations are happening.
0: Mm. We're quite good at that, though. We literally tell each other straight away, yeah. don't we? We're like, because sometimes we're in bed. It's more. It's
1: more are like walking. I think.
0: Yeah, walking because we get quite creative, and sometimes we don't mean to bring it up, and it might be a really good idea, but we both nip it in. We're like, whoa, no, 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 we can't talk about can't talk about work, but we've had it occasionally in bed where we've been through quite stressful times and you think about stressful things before bed sometimes. <laughs> then I'm, not,
1: not, whilst, not like whilst doing the thing. Not, no, no. You're not in doggy style going, oh, my job. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, we're like drifting off to sleep and I'm like, Ooh, finances, and you're like, for fuck's sake, which is naughty of me. I because I, you I look, yeah, it makes you stressed, and sometimes it's quite hard to switch off. But we're very good. We've always been together from pretty much the start, so it's not. We kind of don't know anything different. So our relationship, we have a business relationship and a personal relationship, I'd say, and we always always make time to do things in the evening and have like one specific date night mm-hmm. per week. But we've always done it so we don't know any different I and that's why it works
1: we're quite lucky to have cheshire oaks right by us
0: yeah we do which is like a, <laughs> it's like our disney springs what do you
1: call it a retail outlet it's just it's just a nice place you can walk around which is undercover but also outside so um that's cool and then in my notes one of my non-negotiables is to spend at least i think it's one evening if not two of uninterrupted time with mm-hmm. lucy so i think we we were quite good at booking things in like in advance as yeah, well we do, do that. so that helps because you've always got something to look forward to and mm-hmm. that's that's a top tip um but then doing the simple things as well go putting a walk in at the end of the day we always have a walk at 5 p.m mm-hmm. every day yeah, well, that was
0: disgusting sorry i tried to pull
1: that as much as possible
0: why are you so bit? Bur- this is why you don't have monster on the podcast <sighs> should we should meet? make a petition i should make a petition to ban no, ben's monsters on never. the podcast yeah, but if I put that a polls out to everyone, they would absolutely all agree with me.
1: Yeah, they can agree with you, but it doesn't mean I'm going to stop drinking it.
0: It's cheating.
2: Um, no, it's not. <laughs> uh, so there are a couple of things that we do.
0: Yeah, I thought that's it. That's great.
2: Um, yeah, I think I'd just add to that, that as someone who probably spends more time with you than most people. yes, um, Does that make you feel
0: special, Cal? It
2: does, very special, I <laughs> Um, I am getting paid for them. it though so have <laughs> um, no, for the bullshit but I would actually say that you guys mm. more than probably any other couple I know actually make like an insane amount of time for each other I know it helps that you work with each other blah 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 but like not working time like specifically mm. going for walks like Ben will say I'm going for a walk and then he'll be upset if Lucy's busy and can't actually come for a walk and then like, yeah. you're actually yeah very good at doing that I think um,
1: I think I don't know what I was going to say Okay. I think no, I'm definitely going to say something then around there's this, there's sometimes this nar- jokey narrative of men wanting to get away from their wives. I'm going to go down the pub and yeah. they talk about my wife or like why I get away from the missus for an afternoon. Like, I, I've never been in this relationship and thought, oh, I can't wait to get away from like Lucy. I think if you're always thinking, I can't wait for a breakaway or I can't wait for the Saturday to get away from a relationship or get away from the missus for a bit. You're in the wrong relationship I mean, with the wrong person. Yeah,
0: completely agree. Yeah, I do agree with that. Like we have, we're very independent, but together, like we're good at having our own space. Like I went to Portugal. Obviously, the biggest one is I've gotten a poor for three weeks of no phone signal, which makes me feel physically like sick. You know what I mean? Because that's yeah. re- I think that's really hard for us because we do spend so much time together. You're gonna cry. Yes, I would cry when I leave. I cried when I, thought I, thought I left in the morning now. of the wedding. No, no. I don't feel emotional today. I'm quite energetic right. today. There's no tears. Um, but it's good to have to be able to miss your partner as well. Like when I was in Portugal for five days, it made me miss you because we are together so much. And that's also, I think, important to be independent in your relationship but work as a couple. Do
1: you know what? The other thing that we did the other day, and I actually robbed this from Carl. Um We were sat just about to go to Cheshire Oaks and we had the conversation in the car about what we do that pisses each other off.
0: (laughs) What did I say?
1: can't remember, but we were speaking (laughs) about what annoys each other so that we know, a thorough, honest conversation, this is what you do that annoys me, this is what I do that annoys you, in like a real level-headed conversation, not spiteful, Mm -hmm. point-scoring Because I think whenever you start points going against other people, and you remember things to then bring up in a future conversation, that just never ends well. So it was good just to kind of like lay out things that we do, which annoy each other a little bit, which then leads to a potential argument. Because you can then
2: have transparency, yeah. yeah relationship check in. If you're not doing it, highly recommend yeah.
0: it. Yeah, because you're not arguing, are you? You're having a conversation. No, you do it in a conversational setting. It's not. Yeah,
2: it's. Yeah. We do every Hello. Sunday, every Sunday afternoon, because I think. If we're in the middle of an argument and I go, well, actually, there's this one thing you've been doing that I need to talk about now. Yeah. It's it's never going anywhere. So yeah, every Sunday, we just have a quick little 15-minute conversation. How's the week been? Yeah. Goods, bads, downs, whatever. Well,
1: it's then fueled by anger, isn't it, that you're bringing something up? Not oh, yeah. because you... And also, it's it's sometimes not fair. Do you know if Lucy, for example, if you were doing something that annoyed me or pissed me off all the time, I never told you, and you just doing it kind of not out of any spite or any intention, that's not fair either. Mm it's like some kid who's got his two left sh- left fit shoes on he's walking about you have not told them or he's got his shoes untied you have not told them
0: mm. tell them hey i'm just gonna stop this podcast there are 35 percent of you who listen on a weekly basis but aren't subscribed to the not so fit couple podcast and you need to subscribe because it helps the podcast a lot in terms of who we can get on who you request and what guests and where we can film
1: Wherever you are listening or watching this episode, if you've taken any value from any of the episodes that you listened to this year, make sure that you please subscribe to the channel and make sure that you share it and tell your friends.
0: Back to the episode.
2: Okay, it's going to fall over. Uh, next question, we are just going to go with one that I think <laughs> Lucy Haldon might be quite posed to answer on this one. Um, do, do you have one biggest tip for managing an elite sport alongside school? while refueling and resting properly. One tip, if you had to give them, what would you say, Liz? And Ben, obviously, have you got any thoughts? I'm not really a lead really sport, am I? Do
0: you know what? Genuinely be organised and enjoy the process because it is so much... Oh, my God, you've given me a little bit of trauma throwback because it is a lot. Like I, I was at high school throughout most of my swimming career and... It's so much to take on board, but if you are organised, you know exactly what you're doing and you're kind of not relying on other people. So by that, I mean, I never relied on my mum and dad to like pack my swim bag, do this, sort this, know what was going on. I knew exactly what I was doing. I was very organised, really organised with schoolwork, but then also communicated with all your teachers. My school were really good, to be fair, because I used to fall asleep in class quite a lot of the time because I had four morning sessions a week and then obviously five night sessions. I used to just fall asleep. It wasn't that I wasn't listening. I was just tired. Um, so I got I got to go and sleep in the nurse's bed because they, under, they understood how tired I was. So Instead of falling asleep in class and getting picked on for it, I was allowed to go off on lunch and sleep in like, the nurse's bed. So communicate with your teachers, be organised and just try, try and enjoy the process because you are one well in a million if you're doing like elite sport at school. You're very particular person you're doing a very good job that's what I'd say
1: I think also make sure that you're doing the other things
0: um, you don't have time Ben
1: no what I mean is though <laughs> don't just put all your eggs in one basket as well yeah. also because for a lot of people it's a it's a, it's a, a minority of people who actually make it through to an elite, elite level mm. so yeah have a plan stick to the plan but also know what to do when the plan doesn't go to plan
0: well have a yeah have a backup plan I went to uni and a lot of the people I swam we didn't And I'm I'm not saying you have to go to uni, a lot of people dropped out of school, a lot of people dropped out of education, a lot of people didn't go to uni, which is fine, but as Ben said, a lot of people also don't make it, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I didn't make it, and I'm glad I've got my um, education there to back me up.
1: Also enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I said that, that's really important, because it's great. Fuck me, if you can grow up as an elite athlete, I think it's amazing, it's incredible, Mm -hmm. the opportunities.
2: Okay, so uh, next question. With the business being so successful, does it ever make you think about stopping sharing your lives on social media? Do you know what? It's actually a conversation I had the other day when I was
1: sitting uh, in the sauna with Paddy. It's interesting because I think as I probably age.
0: Age? You're, You're not old. You made yourself sound... A- a- ten age does you're old. old
1: As an age, it's a natural process. <laughs> I'm going to age. I'm going to be a year older in a year's time. Um, I-, I can see myself doing more of the podcast. I think I'll be sharing my life or sharing my knowledge or experiences or my thoughts or my opinions, just probably in different ways. I enjoy the podcast because I feel like we can talk about things a lot more openly. We can interact with listeners. Uh, and it's a lot different to just doing like a minute piece on, on Instagram. But like all sort of... What would you call it? Everything kind of ties into each other, business, socials. Our ecosystem. Our ecosystem ties into each other. Um, but I don't think I'll probably want to do as much as I get older. I'm sure I'll probably want to slow down a little bit. I say that though, but I love being busy. So it's, it's a difficult... Question to answer, but do I want to be walking around with a camera in front of my face all of the time as I get older? No, hence why if anyone watches my YouTube channel. If you're not what you're doing, um, it's it's a, a lot different now. I don't do any vlogs and stuff. It's a little bit like the podcast. I sit, deliver information, deliver my opinion, gather research, um, and present my opinions in that way. So I, th- I just think the way that I will deliver content and education will probably look a little bit different in the future.
0: Hmm i so i love working with brands i love going like not just like posting stuff online but going to events being a part of it understanding how the company works like it's all i love that but again it's kind of like a business perspective i I like social media i can't wait to just share when i've got a family i mean i'm 26 i feel i feel like i'm i'm yeah i've not even thought about it because i i enjoy what i'm doing now and if i don't enjoy it in five years i won't do it
1: I think just to, on that as well, the one thing that I've been thinking about... Am I
0: 26? Yeah.
1: What are you, fucking Yakubu? You no, don't know I where you were I born. Was,
0: I get confused because when Meg turns 28, we're always a year apart.
1: Yeah, that never changes. You'll never be older than Meg.
0: No, yeah. no, as in there's a, there's a, there's a two-month gap... A two-month gap where she's two years older than me.
1: Okay. Um, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot recently, it's, not, it's the YouTube video that I'm doing this week, is about screen time and mental health. I honestly think in another 50-year time, there is going to be just a big wham of data, which is produced on mindset and mental health around screen time. Mm. And I just I just think, look at people's days at the moment, especially for people like us and other people who work on, on laptops. They will get up in the morning go on the phone they'll sit in an office on a screen for like seven to eight hours per day. Then on the way after work, they'll check the phone. They'll probably get home and watch TV. And then before bed, they'll probably go on the phone. You're just so just on, you just aren't in your screens every single day. I just think what is the long-term effect that that we've only just seen over the the past 40, 40, 50 years of when mobile phones have become more in and every household as five TVs instead of one. There's just things that I'm concerned about. And also from having time away from a phone on those types of holidays and stuff, I just feel so much better away from it. So mm-hmm. just, again, the, I think the way that I deliver content will just be different over time. I don't think it'll be necessarily that I'll be not on social media.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Okay, right. Um, so this question is an interesting one. Do you have any regrets in your fitness slash business journeys? Maybe one of each. Do you think you guys can give me one regret for your fitness and then one regret for your business journeys?
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't want to go too deep into this one because it's, uh, it's got the potential to like open up a can of worms.
0: Is fitness or business?
1: Both. Because ah. we run a fitness business. Um... <laughs> And this is going to be really difficult for anyone who's listening at first. And people told me this loads of times, um, and I just ignored them. Don't go into business with family or close friends. That would be, yeah, sure. That would be my biggest piece of advice <laughs> because it. It, ne- it never. It, you go into it with great intentions, and it feels great at first, and it's positive vibes, and it's good energy, and you spend a lot of time together. But it will slowly start to spoil relationships. Which is, to be honest, I was something that I was still mindful about with our relationship when we were moving into the business and building a relationship. And we've got a, a very fortunate balance. I think that being because you came into the business rather than starting. A business together almost
0: we started the app together but you already had something established mm-hmm. it was my mum and dad who were like are yeah. you sure yeah because your
1: dad's <laughs> very business savvy as well so that'd be my, my biggest piece of advice to anyone and it's a mistake that i've made which also caused uh, quite a bit of heartache over over a couple of years as well so just be be really mindful and careful about that and that's probably one of my biggest regrets
0: to be fair, the, that business one that you spoke about is probably one of my mm-hmm. biggest business regrets. Because there was... Yeah, we not we won't go into it, but that is business-wise. I think fitness-wise, I don't think... I I've re- I've regret... I mean, can you regret being so obsessed with how you look that it gave you an eating disorder? I don't regret that, because then I wouldn't have done what I did now. I'm a very... Everything happens for a reason. I don't regret not getting on SAS that we spoke about because we started running. I don't think I regret anything.
1: I think the, um, the beautiful thing with that is that every decision that you make is a sacrifice. And what I mean by that is that even if you make the right decision, you still sacrifice another warp hole or avenue inside your life that you could have experienced that would have led to a different experience and different scenario that would have opened up other chapters. So every decision that you make is a sacrifice. It doesn't matter, doesn't matter whether that sacrifice was potentially the right or the wrong decision. We always have like a couple of options and you have to sacrifice other options to make even the right decision. So think about every decision as it is a sacrifice and you have to sacrifice some option or different wormhole of journey for that one that you've chosen. It doesn't matter again whether that's right or wrong.
0: Yeah, because I, I say in quotations, sacrifice the typical uni life. To start a business, but then now I don't see it as a sacrifice. But maybe back then I did. I did feel like I was missing still, out quite a lot. It's still a
1: sacrifice. You don't need to look at sacrifice mm. as a negative thing. You just sacrifice a different arm of your life for this because we can't go back and like look at the the past or the future or look at this separate avenue of life that you could have gone down. What's that called? Retrospect. It's just it's it's something that we can't do, but it's still a sacrifice because you will always. You won't always wonder, but you will have that thing in the back of your mind to wonder what would have happened if I made that decision. And that's a sacrifice because you had to
2: sacrifice that decision for the one that you made. Boom. Boom, baby. Okay, next question. Would you ever do a Moab 240? No. Should we tell people what that is maybe to start?
0: Yeah, so Moab is probably the hardest and the longest ultra race you can do. It's 250, uh, 240 miles which is literally like 500k. Yeah, I would do it. Um I wouldn't do it. I'm I'm going to do a 100 miler. Saying it out there. I've said, I've told I really would love to do a 100 miler. And that's it. I don't feel the need to go above that. I feel like that's t- to me that's a big enough challenge. Um yeah, would not do it.
1: Who is Courtney do what was and she? Courtney
0: won it. She won it. <clears throat> Guys and right. girls. She won out of everyone. She's incredible. That's her thing, and I love that for her. But yeah, I think. Um, uh, did Goggins do it 240. That? Yeah. The, a Yeah, Goggins done 240. He's done the Death Valley one. I don't know if he did Moab.
2: He did. I'm looking at a picture of him running it now.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, I don't think. I don't know if I would. I, I say that now. I don't know.
2: Yeah, you, don't,
1: you never know what you're going to do in the future.
0: Yeah, I really don't know. But I can't see myself doing a 240. I'll do a 100 mile first. The,
1: the scary thing for me is, is people who do it and then go, oh, do you know what? I'm going to do another one fucking psychos because asking me to <laughs> you do that, do get a I, you know, that 24 though. hour challenge I think once you've been through th- something and you know how difficult it is it makes you I think when you've got that like uh, delusional optimism that blind hope of not knowing how something feels is a big driver for you to do something then once you've experienced the pain of it it's like nope take that box leave it away put it at the back of the closet done
0: I don't know the ultra running is slightly different because I did 100k and before that I was like I'll never do another but now I'm like ooh 100 miler we've got an ultra in January I don't know if that's slightly different, because running is like, how far can but you go, But you enjoy how far running. Go? I don't yeah.
1: enjoy going out, carrying milk cars. I don't think curtains. anyone does, Ben. Well,
0: I don't think anyone would enjoy what you did.
1: That's what I mean, so it's different, isn't it?
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. uh, you, you, as a modality, you love running,
2: and you mm. do it a lot, so, yeah. Okay, next question. Um, what makes you the most proud outside of training, competing, and business?
1: What? Like, oh, deep question. What makes you most proud
0: I know what makes me really proud. That's one. And I say this a lot. My mum and dad. I'm just... I'm in awe of my mum and dad. Do you know what I mean? Like, what they've done. Like, one for me and Meg. But what they've done with their lives. Mm-hmm. My dad, I'm in awe of. And I'm so proud of what he's achieved. Same as my mum. God, my mum's been through a lot. I'm so proud. Like though yeah I'm always proud of them that's a big one for me is,
1: is it proud of something that you've done or something that you're proud of in your life
0: oh I went down for proud oh, of my life it,
1: Really <laughs> struggling with this and this is something that I struggle with in, in general though is to sometimes feel pride
0: yeah it's quite an awkward thing that's why mine wasn't related to me because
1: I think a lot of the things that I've done in life is to try and I think especially as a guy you want your dad to be proud of you mm and it's, that's the thing that I think most guys want to hear is your dad say, I'm, I'm really proud of you. So I think a lot of the things that I do in life is to try and hear that message. And it doesn't, it's not, I don't think the are words that are, are uttered easily. One, because I think it's yeah, it can be difficult to get your dad's respect and two, men are just way less willing to Open up and say those kind of things. Mm. So it's a difficult question for me.
2: I think I just um, so read the question again, Carl. Just so I can hear it. Uh, Yeah, let me find it. Um, What makes you the most proud outside of training, competing, a business, outside of it? I think this,
1: off the top of my head, probably just comes down to what I've been thinking about. When I wrote down some of my life goals to start of this year was to be useful, and the way that I feel most useful is when I'm doing charity work. I think I felt I felt really proud when I did the 24 hour event, not because we did the event, but we became the the biggest fundraiser in the UK for November, which I was so proud of. And then last week I went to another Movember event as, like, a spokesperson, and it was for the National Fitness Day. And it was basically, I was in a room um, with, I was, I was at the youngest there with all these people, who were like, 50, 60, 70, and they were all cancer survivors. And we, they asked me to take part in a fitness class, and the fitness class was, like, moving your feet. And mm. I think Ben, 10 years ago, would have been like, oh, what the fuck am I doing here? What a waste of my time mm. just sitting here in this class with old people doing fucking feet movement and balancing like why am I here and it was it was one of the more fulfilling days I spent because I sat next to this woman who just uh, recovered from having cancer twice she'd been through chemo she's had like operations on her stomach she can't eat too well and she was there just like smiling telling me about her story and I was just spending time with those people who've been through a lot of things in life and I think that's something that makes me proud is that um when I can do something for other people, which is anything that's right like kind of really is altruistic
2: mm.
1: uh, makes me feel proud because again, I think the thing that makes and gets my juices flowing is doing things for other people. I think even that sometimes isn't fully altruistic because you're getting something out of it of feeling good for doing other things. And it might sound cheesy, but i I've, I've never really understood like what the buzz was that a lot of people get from doing charity work and it's something that i definitely felt this way this year and i think further down the line it's something that I'll, I'll i'll definitely like to do more of awesome
2: okay uh we have two more questions uh this potentially a bit of a quicker one uh how do i deal with the fatigue that i have while from running and lifting while trying to lose weight
0: when you first said that, I thought, eat more, and then you want to lose weight. And I think definitely... (sighs) Is running a good way to lose weight, do you think? Running is not the best way to lose weight. However, it's really hard because a lot of people enjoy running. If you enjoy running and lifting, it's hard. But you have to understand running is quite a high impact sport on your body and an energy (coughs) demand. You burn a lot of calories, you expend a lot, and a lot of the time you are going to be absolutely starving you need to eat more food. If... You have high levels of fatigue, adversely look at actually what you're doing. You might be doing too much. Sometimes when you're running and lifting, you can go into doing too much too soon. Are you hydrating? Are you taking your salts? I don't know. It's, it is hard, but I wouldn't suggest if you're on a weight loss journey to be, to be doing too much running.
1: Running's not good for weight loss. And a lot of people get this this wrong because they'll look at thin people who are runners and go ah they're thin because they're runners no they're thin and they started running they were built for running so they did that thing it's like when you look at people on social media who are jacked out their mind and look saucy and you see them doing these weird and wonderful circus act exercises and think ah that's the reason that they're in shape no they're in shape because they did deadlift bench press and squats over and over and over for years so it's sometimes easy to look at something or someone and go, ah, that's why they look like that. It's not. It's because they've done something previous to that for years or that swimmer was built to be a swimmer or that rugby player was built to be a rugby player and that's why they did rugby. The It's difficult when it comes to that because even with the marathon prep, I put on weight doing that because you're trying to balance energy expenditure versus energy input and recovery. The other thing if you're experiencing fatigue is look at volume. Are you training too much, too quickly, too early? Do you need to take a deload week? um it's 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 a really difficult thing to balance is hybrid training with composition as well um and that's why sometimes i'll do periods where i'll just like now to my hamstring i'll probably just focus on weight loss because i needed to get my weight down anyway for the goals that i've got coming up sometimes it's it's, it's better to separate them i'm not saying there's like a, a most optimal way to do it but definitely consider a couple of elements of what you're doing and the reasons behind what you're doing
0: but then also are you are you actually eating too little are you getting crap sleep? Like, just have a little look at the things that aren't specifically physically training. Like, are you on your phone till midnight? Are you getting five hours of sleep when you actually need seven? Are you literally eating nothing? Are you not eating the right food? So have a little dive into that as well.
1: Yeah. And it's like that spectrum we spoke about before. If you're doing running and lifting and the goal is weight loss, that's fine. But just realise that performance might be slightly impacted or impaired. Mm. And if you're doing running and lifting just with the sole focus of performance, then just realize that maybe composition isn't at the forefront of your mind at the moment. Actually, this morning I had some really cool calls with all chat members. Uh, I've done about five or six of them today. Just basically getting feedback from them on the app and how we can better it. And I was speaking to a girl this morning who's doing an ultra, and she said one of the things that's happened is I've I've noticed that I've lost a little bit of muscle my arms and she said oh, i'm not too bothered about it it's just something that i thought i'd bring up whilst i was speaking to you i said the, the beautiful thing is the body's so adaptive that you can go up and down the scale you don't always need to look the same or you don't always need to be at the highest peak of your performance you can float in and out of those two things so that once you've done the ultra yeah you might scale more towards lifting again do you know what you get a bit more biceps again it's one of those things you don't, you don't always have to identify as jacked out of your mind or you don't always have to identify as the best performer in the room. You can sway that scale depending on how you feel and it's not a fixed asset. It's not black or
2: white. Okay, so last question. I have my first marathon in April. Aside from <laughs> training properly, what do I need to know and prepare for the big day? you got one coming up, haven't you? So you're probably
1: best to...
0: Yeah, I've got one in two weeks, then one in like six weeks. I think definitely, so I'm a visualisation person. I like to visualise what I'm doing. And also, one, the training. I know you kind of threw off training. Tra- tra- training is the most important part of your marathon prep. Um, I say anyway, so definitely follow a programme you know you can stick to and enjoy. Marathon training can get tedious near the end. It can. You're running a lot, whether you're lifting as well or you're not. It, it, it can become quite similar, you know, the training near the end. So make sure you've definitely got a programme that you enjoy. As the training increases, increase your food intake. You're going to have to increase protein. You're going to have to increase carbs and also increase your fats as well, depending on what works best for your body. Marathon is probably the distance that people get most injured at. So you need to be looking at injury prevention, um, mobility, maybe seeing a physio a couple of times a week because you do get niggles. You know, you're on your feet a lot. Your footwear, you need really good footwear for that whole period. I definitely have two pairs of shoes, I'd say Um, a training shoe and then like a racing shoe that you also dabble in so you don't get blisters on the day and enjoy every single process of it. I think marathon training is really enjoyable and actually really exciting when you follow a sick program like my coach app and you can visualize the day. And I think being in that 1% of people who run marathons Awesome, like you know what I mean. Look forward to the day. Like I can't. I feel like my it's been a long time coming because I had to pull out of one. But just enjoy the process. But yeah, those tips are quite good.
1: Sorry, I was deeply ingrained in what you're saying, then I forgot what the original question.
0: Prepping I, for marathons. I have my first marathon
2: in April. Aside from training properly, what do I need to know and so, prepare? for Aside the big day? from training properly, don't Sorry. don't change food too much on the day.
1: Yeah, um, because
0: they give out free gels and free food. Yeah. Um, The Chester one in particular is giving out a specific type of gel that literally, whoa, no, no, no. So don't, don't pick up a gel in case.
1: Don't do too much walking the day before the week before do a deload week, and it's. I mean, again, I say do a deload week. Everyone responds differently. It's not called a deload week. No, you have, on. T- you have
0: you have taper weeks. So I'm taking a two yeah, but week taper. To, you don't need
1: you to, don't need to even take a taper. For some people, I remember speaking to Lee, who's one of the most qualified people I've probably spoke to about injury prevention and running. Some people, when they take uh, a deload week, will actually feel and get worse. So you can be you can follow a blueprint, and we do recommend taking a taper, but it's going to be very individual to the person um make sure that you've got everything set up for the day like if you've got a music playlist that you want to listen to i think most of all is just if things don't go to plan just carry on get your head down enjoy it if it's your first one as well it's more so about the experience of doing it and being involved in such a high energy event and also being like we spoke before, super proud of yourself that you've put yourself through it because not many people, I think it's like, is it less than 1% of the population do a marathon? So be fucking proud of yourself for putting yourself through the training, showing up, doing the thing, getting uncomfortable and taking action on something that you want to achieve in your life because that is a big accomplishment.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
1: Uh, and if you want to find out more about marathon programs, you can do so at www.mycoach.com. No, um there is we do have a, great there's a couple of, there's two marathon programs on the My Coach app. I've been speaking to some of the members about it this morning. They've all loved it because it includes some lifting as well, which I think a lot of running marathon programs don't focus on. I think lifting's actually a very important element of it to stay strong, but also to keep Uh, your training interesting and enjoyable especially if you're coming from a background of lifting helps you balance the two together whilst becoming a better runner and also measuring tracking scaling tapering all the cool stuff that's involved in a marathon prep that lucy has been doing
0: yeah and also use the code marathon because it'll give you discount Mm. but yeah just enjoy every single moment of it and I love that podcast today. We answer some of your anonymous questions. And if you enjoyed this episode, let us know. Because if you want more, we can do them. But we don't mm. know unless you leave reviews, let us know what you like, leave comments on YouTube and Spotify. And if you enjoy them, we will obviously do more of them.
1: What was the sex question, Carl? What was the one? Yeah, there was.
0: There was loads. Uh, was there? People what? are so interested, aren't they? It was People something are like... Interested. Had um, to keep it interesting, wasn't it?
2: I think it was Ben. How big's your knob?
0: How big's your knob? <laughs> uh, on that note,
2: I can't find it. We got so many questions. Uh, we had a few on dating. Um,
0: yeah, we probably we, won't go into the sex questions, but it. we could do no, we more of like it, yeah. a relationship-style sex episode, maybe at some point but all our friends and family listen to this podcast my grandpa listens to it That's it. we're not doing a sex podcast because my grandpa listens to this podcast um, we hope you loved today's episode keep subscribing keep Leave reviews. leaving reviews and we'll see you next week bye guys bye